Hey everybody, welcome to Grounding Our Faith. In this podcast, we strive to make plain topics in the Bible, theology, and faith. In a world continually offering bizarre ideas, fighting for our attention and our allegiance, it's important now, maybe more than ever, to know what you believe and why you believe it. I'm your host, Paul Tacey, and this is Grounding Our Faith. Greetings, everybody, and uh, welcome to the latest episode of Grounding Our Faith. Uh, Pastor Lou Miller is joining me today, and uh, I think we are going to have a conversation that I think a lot of you are going to be interested in listening to as we approach uh, Memorial Day, as this is being recorded in uh, 2021, uh, Memorial Day being one of the several American holidays that is closely associated with patriotism. Uh, in a survey that was done last year, so 2020 by Lifeway Research, 61% of Protestant pastors said it was important to incorporate patriotic elements in 4th of July worship services. Now, as I have grown up in the church and paid attention to the church and seen the church, it seems like every church falls somewhere on a pendulum. There are some churches that swing one way that, to me, it seems like they go way out of their way to uh, separate church and state and don't want anything to do uh, with anything that was closely associated with America uh, included in their worship services. And then on the other side, there are uh, gatherings that really look more like um, political rallies <laughs> than they do worship services. And I am wondering if there's a spot in the middle uh, that could be considered appropriate. Um, you know, I realize that we are living in a country that has freedoms where we can gather and say the name of God out loud and not be concerned about the government cutting in and shut us down. We have we can create podcasts like this and we can put them out there. And, and I realize that there are other countries in the world where that is not the case. Um, you know, as believers, uh, we are dual citizens. We are first citizens of heaven, but we are also on assignment in the living in the countries in which God has ordained us to live. So, is there a place where both of those two things come together? Now, the last thing we want to do is um, preach American Christianity because I think there are there are some significant issues with American Christianity. Um, and we certainly don't want to love country more than we love God. Uh, you know, we certainly gather as believers under the banner of the cross. But the question is, Pastor Lou, is there a place for patriotism to exist within a worship service? Yes, I'm going to say that there is, that we're exactly square, right, right of center <laughs> uh, on this subject. <laughs> Uh, patriotism, just starting with a couple definitions, sure. simply means the love of country, uh, love of the fatherland, the patras. Uh, um, and yeah, there's a lot of confusion in the church these days. People are afraid to admit that they love their country. I think what we need to understand, the opposite of patriotism is dislike, hate, or scorn. And so do you hate your country or do you like it and do you love it? And patriotism is... Uh, where we hang our definitions there. I think uh, it is appropriate to acknowledge where we live. Uh, Acts 17, 26 says that God made from one man every nation 
he recognized that there are multiple nations and uh, that he has put the boundaries around them and allotted the time that they live and they rule. So pure patriotism is just the appreciation of our particular country's contribu contribution to the world. Uh, we all, all, every country has good and bad, but we want to celebrate uh, the good. As the church is a church capital C, I guess, a gathering of the Pantata ethne in Greek, right? The, from every tribe, tongue, and nation. So um, would there be difficulty in asking, let's say, uh, in the 20 years that I've been coming here, I don't, I don't think we've ever done this, but w would there be difficulty in asking a congregation to stand to say the Pledge of Allegiance, knowing that there may be people gathered here that are, are not American? They, they may come from... Uh, another country. So are we asking them to do something in a worship service that is uh, designed to first and foremost honor God to do something that maybe is extra biblical? It, you know, the scripture's not requiring us to pledge allegiance to a country or anything like that. So now I also realize that, you know, our church being located in, you know, Southern New Hampshire, not known for its great ethnic diversity. So that's really maybe a, a problem, not a problem that we have in our particular gathering, but could you see that being uh, an, an issue in some churches that really do have the nations gather in one place where there are people from many countries? Is is there a little bit of a struggle to do patriotic things in a service that is really uh, a gathering of people than more than just they would call America home? Yeah, and actually, as I was preparing for this, we, we have had services where we'd asked people to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, about 10 years ago, I think was the last time we did it. Um, so it's not unheard of, nor, uh, uh, well, let me come back to that and go around Robin Hood's barn like a good politician. Here. Uh, <laughs> that that being, being a Christian does not remove our ethnic and national identities. You know, Correct. Galatians 3.28 says, there's neither Jew or Greek or man or woman, but there are still men and women, and there's Jews and Greeks. And Revelation uh, 5 says, worthy are you to take the scroll to open the seals, for you were slain in your blood ransomed people from every tribe and language and people and nation, and you've made them a kingdom of priests. So the, the church is a conglomeration of all nations, but it, evidently in heaven we don't lose our national uh, identity. And so if it's not a shame to be an American in heaven, we shouldn't be ashamed of it uh, here uh, either. So I, I look at patriotism like similar to being in a family. We all will have uh, extra care and pride over what family we're in you know uh, there's nothing there's nothing wrong with that and so we should have a an appreciation for the country that God put us in regardless of whether it has uh, flaws or not um, yeah just as a family can become an idol and be put above God so a country can and so our struggle is to keep it in its proper order. God has no problem with us loving various things. He just wants us to love him most. And so uh, it's the priority of what we're doing. And and frankly, I find it strange that you hear certain preachers telling us, you got to love the city and redeem the city. And the same people kind of scorn the country. So it's like, if you love your city, you love your family, you ought to love your country too. Um, so 
allegiance to God and your country is not inherently uh, incompatible, uh, but we got to make sure it doesn't become the ultimate. Um, Jesus himself said to honor, honor Caesar, give to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God's. Uh, so he indicated that we're supposed to respect the authorities. Romans chapter 13, you're supposed to show honor uh, to uh, where you live. And that was in the context of Rome, which was a very wicked country. So the goodness is not the issue. Um, uh, <clears throat> granted, in the church, people should not be elevating what nation they're from. As an American Christian church, we shouldn't be making Americans more important than any other nationality in our church, and we got to be careful of, of that because um, the church was always meant to be international. But that still doesn't mean you can't celebrate holidays that your country corporately celebrates. We are part of the culture. So things like Memorial Day, July 4th, uh, Veterans Day are in the same category as Mother's Day and Father's Day as far as I'm concerned. We honor okay. our mothers and our sure. fathers, and we, a good point. we do that. So uh, we should pray for our servicemen and our servicewomen and, and for the president. In fact, we're commanded to do those kinds of things. Um, so I'm coming to the answer of the Pledge of Allegiance. Uh, <laughs> We don't have to sing patriotic songs, but it's not wrong if we do, since most of the patriotic hymns are not saying we're perfect as a country. It's, it's saying, God, shed your grace on us. Make, us. make us be what we want to be. It's really a prayer, not a statement of perfection. Um, but when it comes to the Pledge of Allegiance, uh, that is asking something perhaps a little more than we should in the in the church. For, for instance, if I went to visit China and I worshipped in a church there and they commanded us all to stand up and pledge allegiance to China, I don't think I would feel very comfortable. And so we want to make sure that we aren't forcing somebody to do something they don't want to do. On the other hand, most people come to America because they appreciate what is here and it's usually not those from different nations that have a problem with saying the Pledge of Allegiance. But I wouldn't make it a, a uh, point of putting people on the spot to do that in the church. I just don't think that that's the best time for it. Okay. On the other hand, if we had another 911 and we had an identifiable enemy that unifies us as a nation – I would not be ashamed to call for those who want to serve to get up and pledge allegiance because sometimes the parson has to beat back the wolves. Um, so I'm not saying we'd never do it. I'm just saying it's probably not the best practice. Yeah, I, I guess that, that was going to be my question is because I think you've made a very good case for um, someone to be a follower of God and also a patriot at the same time, those two things can coexist. And then my question would be like, is there a place within the worship service for that to happen? Because those could be two different things. I can be a believer and proud to be an American, but I, I don't bring that into, you know, that one hour on, on Sunday. So as, as we look at, at a worship service, is there a... Um, 
is there a role that some type of patriotic element, um, you know, more so than maybe just praying for service members or, or praying for um, uh, the president, you know, is there a spot uh, within the worship service for a patriotic element to be in, incorporated? Yeah, I, I, I do think that it's perfectly appropriate because like Memorial Day, for instance, the purpose of Memorial Day is to remember those who have died for the freedom that our country represents. And if you don't force yourself to remember, you forget. And uh, there's plenty of situations in the Old Testament, like in Joshua, where they were told to put a cairn of stones up to remember what happened on this spot. Don't ever forget, because if you do, you'll get back into slavery. Uh, I think it's quite appropriate for the nation to remember it, but also the church as part of the culture of this nation to acknowledge that there are things we don't want to forget. Now, these days, we often stand, have soldiers stand and recognize those who are presently serving, which is not what Memorial Day is for, but it has become kind of a custom, and it's not bad. But um, So I'm saying all of these holidays, I don't actively celebrate Mother's Day and Father's Day during worship, but I will every few years or a couple years. So having these holidays doesn't mean we're obligated to have to make a big thing of it, but if we do occasionally to, to, to use our gifts to emphasize something, there's nothing wrong with it. That's the personality of the particular church uh, that in, in a given time that feels its need to do, as long as God... And whenever we do it, it's always God is the ultimate and he's put us here and we appreciate where he's put us, but we must never take our eyes off him. So it's, it's how you keep everything in balance. So what do you say to the pastor who is going out of their way to, um, you know, really live under that, that statement that we should separate church and state? And then what do you say to the pastor who is really having a political rally as opposed to a worship service. How do you entreat them to encourage them? Yeah, the latter, those who are making it a political rally, uh, I do think you have to keep uh, pure politics out of the church. Uh, there's there's too many uh, uh, questions and possibilities and trails that you could go down as far as solving the world's problems, and there are different views on that, and it's just a divisive thing, and what we need is the tuning fork of the Word to get us to get our hearts in tune with the Holy Spirit so that we all can figure out what the best thing to do is. So we need to stay away from that uh, extreme side. Uh, the, the other side that's trying to keep uh, patriotism out altogether, I, I don't think it's necessary to go that far, and 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 some of it is a frankly, and this is just me speaking and not the sponsors of our church, that uh, uh, we're giving in too much to the spirit of the age coming across higher education that's telling us that our country is, is evil and needs to be uprooted, and there's a giving in to that kind of thinking that I don't think is necessary. Uh, there are many good things this country has done, and the, and, and the gospel has gone forth because of this nation, and we have done uh, more good than we have evil. Yes, we need to be honest about what has gone wrong, uh, but 
we are not that bad that we can't take a moment to remember all the good that has been done and the people who have sacrificed to keep, give us freedom so that we can worship and choose to block out everything except God. <laughs> it's because of our nation's freedom that we're able to do that, and we ought to recognize that. Is it uh, more of a personal question? Is there a, a patriotic song that kind of resonates with you, maybe more so than the than any other? Um, and I'm just I'm curious as to you know what that may be, or, or maybe even why. I know you mentioned before a lot of them are just prayers, and maybe yeah, that, like America, the beautiful uh, God shed your grace on me, uh, and it it mentions the heal thine every flaw. Uh, um, so there's there's several that are that way, and yeah, we we need to as worship teams examine and make sure that they aren't overly flaunting Americanness as much as appreciation for what God has done through America. And so some are better than others, and you don't have to sing them all. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and so we should be choosy and um, and. Ultimately, making sure it's God who's being glorified—that is the—that is the point. Um, but I don't think it is wrong to have a song about the country you live in as part of worship, if it's in a worshipful way, um, and its words are worshipful. You know, moving forward is—is is, you know, maybe I'm asking you to look prophetically, maybe to the future. You know, in the next ten, fifteen years. Do you foresee any concerns um, with this idea of patriotism and the church or in a worship service or where you kind of maybe where you see things heading as you kind of stand on that on the ramparts, you know, looking out and, um, you know, trying to be steps a few steps ahead of your congregation to prepare them for for what is to come as that as that shepherd standing on the rampart. Do you see any concerns moving forward with patriotism and uh, and the church being together? Yeah, I think the trend is going to be more uh, reducing patriotism. There's a as we know in the media, there are sides drawn between those who. Uh, on the right and the left and uh, the freedom to be able to acknowledge your care and appreciation of the country are going to be harder as things go forward. I think that's probably true. Um, So we have the choice to just stand our ground and determine whether it is worth standing the ground. Is it a biblical principle? Obviously, we can overstate our positions, but I believe enough in the sovereignty of God that God uses even our overly strong opinions to still accomplish his will as long as we're focusing on what is absolute truth. And so as long as the word is center, uh, I'm willing to be on the the side of overemphasis of appreciation of our country and leave it up to God uh, to bring his people together. And if some don't like that, there are other shepherds that have other takes on it. And that's the way the church goes. (laughs) In the meantime, I'm not going to back down from what I believe, uh, that there is a movement coming through higher education 
to liquidate our past history understanding of liberty, and uh, it's an intentional thing, and we need to clarify where absolute truth is and not be cowed just because the waves of the day are are trying to wash away something that is good. Well, I thank you for the time that you've given us on. I know this is not necessarily a topic that is easy to speak about because there are so many differing, differing opinions within, within the faith. Um, and, uh, but I, I appreciate your insights into it. And I think you lay out a, a very a well a well thought out argument for uh, believers to celebrate their relationship with God, but also not to be ashamed of where God has sovereignly placed them in life and to celebrate their citizenship on earth as well. So thank you. Uh, thanks, Pastor Lou. All right. Thank you. Well, that's all for today's episode. Thanks for listening. Special thanks to our Pastor Lou Miller communications guru Edie Swearingen, and production pundit Morgan Bothwell. Grounding Our Faith is a ministry of Grace Community Evangelical Free Church in Spofford, New Hampshire. If you have a comment on today's content or have suggestions for future episodes, you can reach us at groundingourfaith at gracefreechurch.org. Also, if you happen to be in the area on a given Sunday, we would love for you to join us. Our services are at 8, 9, 30, and 11. And we leave you with this benediction from Numbers chapter 6. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make his face to shine upon you and be gracious to you. The Lord lift his countenance upon you and give you peace.